Welcome to the Reconnect podcast. We are so excited to have you here. In this podcast, we are discussing all topics around Tantra, conscious relationship and sacred sexuality. We believe every couple is meant to enjoy an amazing sex life, constantly deepening the loving connection, lighthearted playfulness and passionate ecstasy between each other. We are Melly and Damien Pram, a married couple, parents, Tantra teachers and relationship coaches. Our mission is to help couples to reconnect to themselves, each other and the divine, to live a fulfilling relationship and sexuality and bring more love and consciousness into the world. In today's episode, we want to talk about sex. Okay, we already did that before and probably you would expect that from us. But today we want you to talk about sex. <laughs> so the topic is about communication in the bedroom, why it's so important and how to find a more relaxed and natural approach to it. Damien, what would you say why it is so hard for many couples to talk openly about sex? Well, I guess for a lot of people, it's already difficult to communicate openly in general. Uh, also about feelings, needs, wishes, desires. And most of us are really afraid of vulnerability and rejection. So as children, we often experience that our authentic self-expression, our emotions, our desires, etc. were not heard or not taken seriously. And that hurt, that hurt really deeply. So we learn to better shut up and to rather talk about facts and figures without showing too much of ourselves. Additionally, most of us carry a lot of shame with regards to sex. Just by observing the reaction of others and especially our own parents, we learn this seems to be a taboo. Nobody talks about it. People turn red or silent when the topic of sex comes up and show very obvious signs of discomfort. We pick up the things unconsciously and we imitate. So most of the time we avoid the topic of sex, of emotions, of anything vulnerable. But perhaps you can also share a little bit about your own journey, Melly. How was it for you personally? Did you always talk so openly about sex as you do now? <laughs> no, not at all. I was always somewhat interested and curious about the topic, but also really ashamed and quiet. So I usually listened with open ears, but I never contributed to the conversation. And 10 years ago, I would have never, ever imagined that one day I would talk openly about sex on a public podcast, really. And also in the bedroom is what very hard for me to share what I wanted. First of all, I did not know what I needed. I didn't really enjoy sex, but I couldn't say exactly what the problem was. First, I pushed myself to perform and at least satisfied my lover. Later, I found excuses for not having sex at all. I did not talk about it. I was ashamed. I thought something was wrong with me, but I did not have a clue what I needed instead. Yeah, and it was very hard for me too, because I wanted to understand what the problem is, but Melly didn't talk about it. And so I got insecure as well, and uh, because of the constant rejection that I experienced from her. But without open communication, I did not know how to solve the issue. I initiated less and got more and more frustrated with the situation, actually. 
When I think about it today, I guess the main problem was my own shame around the topic. I had not spoken openly about sex to anyone and still thought that what I saw in the media and in all love movies, that I watched quite a lot, was normal. And I was weird, was broken, was wrong when I did not enjoy sex as I thought I should. So what helped you to break that cycle and start communicating? What was really helpful and healing for me was the safe environment in the Tantra courses we attended, where other people openly shared about their challenges and issue with regards to sexuality. So I learned that what was shown in the media was definitely not what happened in most people's bedrooms in real life. Once I heard other women talk about the same challenges I was facing, it also gave me the courage needed to speak up as well. I learned to understand why I wasn't enjoying regular sex. And I learned what I needed instead, which actually was tantric sex. So in the tantric courses, I learned so much about my own body, about my anatomy, my own pleasure. And that, again, helped me to share what I needed with my partner as well. And that's the same what we see regularly in our own courses. Having a safe container where people talk openly about sex is incredibly healing to every participant, and especially for those who are still struggling with shame around that topic. And I, I want to read a, a quote from one of our participants who also shared, like, the space that you create is so valuable where the topic of sexuality can be addressed, where it's simply talked about, and that with ease, with naturalness, and with humor, so respectful, so calm and unspectacular, without any shame or indecency. I still can't really believe it. As naturally as you make it, it's not natural for me at all. And I see that in a lot of people, actually. But of course, it does not always have to be the Tantra course, but also finding close friends or a women's group, a man's group, where it's safe to talk about sex can also help to get a more realistic view on sex and reduce own inhibitions and shame. But Damien, what would you say what couples need to do in order to establish a more open and honest communication in the bedroom? Yeah, good question. So first of all, I think it's important to learn how to create a really safe space and openly communicate and be vulnerable in that space in all topics in general. So a lot of people never learn how to do that actually and are facing great difficulties in their relationships because of that. A starting point could be to first of all address your insecurities around that topic talk about how uncomfortable it makes you feel to share your own desires and challenges in the bedroom. That alone already helps to create connection and trust. And it will let your partner know that now is not the right time for silly jokes. As a partner, the best thing you can do is to just hold space, give your undivided attention and presence to the conversation. Encourage your partner to speak his or her truth by being open, empathic and understanding. If you are not quite sure how to do that, we will talk about it in more details in the next episode and in our free masterclass in communication coming the 1st of November. You will find the link in the show notes. And another aspect that was really helpful for me is also to find the right vocabulary. 
Whenever I had to talk about genitals, it somehow made me nervous because I did not know how to address them. The medical terms felt weird and too formal in the bedroom, but all the other more familiar terms somehow all have a negative connotation, being also used to swear or insult others. Nowadays, I'm really happy to use the Sanskrit or Tantric words, yoni for the female and lingam for the male genitals. Yoni and lingam represent the source of creation of all life. The symbol is found in many Indian temples. It's sacred, worshipped and meditated on as a spiritual practice to overcome duality, reach a state of union, become one, as we do during lovemaking. I love this image and the sacredness links to the word, which makes it so much easier to openly talk about it. What I also see as a big challenge for many of our participants is how to address their own wishes and needs without hurting the partner. A lot of people take the slightest hint of criticism, especially in their sexuality, very personal. It hurts so much because we are so open and so vulnerable during sex. If someone once made the experience of painful criticism or the partner shutting down due to their own feedback of, or self-expression, a lot of people refrain from addressing this issue ever again. Meli, what would you recommend in this case? <laughs> um, before answering, I'd rather ask a question to all of you who are listening on the podcast. Of course, we do not want to hurt our partner and we do not want to get hurt ourselves. But would you rather want your partner to endure something he or she is not really enjoying? Would you rather want your partner to stop wanting sex at all because they are not getting what they need? Would you rather give up on your own desires being fulfilled? You can choose your poison. What do you think is more painful in the long run? Receiving honest feedback today and risk that your ego is hurt for a day? Or your partner not saying anything, resentment building up over the years, and then one day, in an ugly fight, hearing all the things you did wrong in the past. I mean, I don't want to scare you with this. I just want to make you aware of the long-term effects our decisions have. We often only see the uncomfortable conversation right in front of us and try to avoid it. We're just humans. But once we become aware of the importance of this conversation and the detrimental effects it will have when we avoid it, Motivation might be higher to go into it, even with our discomfort at hand. Yeah, I completely agree with this. When Maddie says in the moment that she does not enjoy the way I touch her yoni, for example, ouch, that hurts for a while, but then I can adjust and make her happy. But when I heard things in the past, after three years of making love to each other that she had never really enjoyed, that was really painful and made me think, why didn't you tell me it before, actually? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, so now that you know that giving feedback in time is crucial, I also want to build on how to give feedback. I mean, there are a thousand different models out there and feedback rules, but the main thing I want to talk about is making it constructive. Do not talk about what you don't want, but share with your partner what exactly you would love him to do. And even better, add what kind of effect this would have on you. So when Damien started to learn how to give me yoni massages, which was actually emotionally really difficult for me, I used to tell him all the time, no, not like this. 
stop, that hurts, or you're too fast. <laughs> and he still has my fullest respect that he didn't give up on the whole project at that point. <laughs> yeah, that was really difficult for me, actually. And on the other hand, I could see that a lot of the frustration she let out on me was more due to her own internal processes, actually. Her own frustration with her body that did not respond the way she wanted to. So I just tried to focus on being of service and not taking her criticism too personal. Except being too fast. I definitely take that. But over time she really learned to stop complaining and started sharing what exactly she wanted me to do. And that made a huge difference on my motivation, of course. I hope so. <laughs> I tried really hard. So instead of complaining you're too fast, I turned it around to a request. Like, could you please touch me a little bit slower? Like this I can relax and enjoy more of the tingling and beautiful sensations that you make me feel. And if he really puts in effort to slow down, which I know is really hard for him, I can immediately notice this and share it as well. Like, yes, exactly like this. Thank you. Ooh, there are shivers running through my whole body. <laughs> Do you notice the kind of difference this makes to you're too fast again? Yeah, and the last point that was really helpful for me was when Melly openly shared what she was experiencing during lovemaking. What was going on in her body, what was going on emotionally, and also what was going on in her mind. And this helped me so much to create more empathy and understanding for her. And the process she went through and made it easier for me to offer just the support that is needed. Mm, which I'm still really grateful for. I would have never experienced all the healing and transformation I did in my sexuality without Damien's support and empathy. And that only was possible because I had the courage to share all the crazy thoughts, the weird sensations, the pain, the fear, the insecurities. But also the pleasure, the joy, the new insights, deep realizations and ecstatic bliss I was experiencing within. So I really encourage all of you to be courageous to be honest to each other, to share your deepest desires, to take the risk of temporarily being hurt today in order to reach deep connection and fulfillment in the future. Thank you so much for listening to the episode today. If you liked it, make sure you share it with your partner or any friend you may think this is valuable for. If you want to dig deeper into Tantra, and really experience the magic it can bring into your relationship, you can go to our website reconnectprem.com and download our three Tantra practices for deeper connection. You will also find the link in the show notes. And if you enjoy the podcast, we are super grateful if you subscribe to the show and leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Thank you so much. We wish you all the best, Melly and Damien. And always remember to reconnect to yourself, reconnect to your partner, reconnect to love.